1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mike, did you hear me? You're
0: getting out. No, I, I know. I... Look, the problem is that if you're going to get Sutter, you're also going to get Kevin's wife.
1: What the hell are you talking
0: about? Kevin told me that the reason he never cut a deal was because his wife was in on it.
1: Are you kidding me? You've been keeping this
0: to yourself? I haven't just been keeping it to myself. I also tried to convince Kevin and Jill to both come clean. Both of them? You went to her? Harvey, listen to
1: me. No, you listen to me. I don't give a shit what your conscience is telling you. We got the
0: guy. We're gonna take him down. That means you get out. I know that, and I love that, but all I need you to do is convince Cahill to cut Jill a deal, too. I don't think you understand. This guy came forward. He's the guy that gets the deal, and you're the guy that gets the deal. There's no third D, Harvey, please. I've betrayed this man enough. I need you to convince Cahill that one person makes a case, but two people is a slam dunk.
1: Okay, Mike, I'll make it happen.
0: Suits season six, episode seven is over. Are you ready to hear us talk about Shake the trees and suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrugino, back here with the guy, podcasting live from the Concord, on his way to Paris, it's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? We did it. We did it. We're on our way to Paris. Yes. 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 Six months out of the year, he's podcasting with me, and then the other six months of the year, he's allowed to podcast with whoever he wants.
2: Yeah, I'm in an open podcast relationship. I think we have something of the of the <laughs> yeah, sort. Yeah, we're right? we really potty
0: amorous. That's true.
2: Yeah, we definitely are. But do you think Lewis is going to be okay no. with this setup? I mean, he said says- Lewis couldn't handle sharing a secretary. That is true. That is true. He can't handle sharing anything. I mean, don't who, who drank my prunie? Who ate my brand bars? Who did this? Who did that? Mm-hmm. Um, I need my name on the wall. Like Lewis is he has big main character energy for someone who is very much a side character. Yeah. And um, yeah, now he's being asked to be a side piece, or I'm sorry, he asked to be a second in a polyamorous relationship here. And um I yeah. don't, I don't know, I don't know, Rob. I don't know if I trust it. Tara. Are you playing Lewis is is this, is, is there really a polyamorous this is a con, relationship? You think? I Lewis could be in a polyamorous relationship or Lewis could be a side piece getting lied to. And I think either of those things are possible mm-hmm. and I really think he should slow down before he agrees to something like this. But this is exactly what I was talking about, Rob. Last episode, I talked about how weird it was that Tara immediately said yes to Lewis after he bought a random home in the Hamptons to be like, I did this to impress you. I like, that doesn't seem odd to you, Tara. Mm-hmm. Now she's saying, well, I mean, that's not odd because I'm in a relationship and the guy just happens to be very, very far away. I was just hoping that you don't mind being in a relationship with me or dating me while you're in that relationship as well. Um, and uh, I just think it's very convenient. You know, I like, like, this, this very wealthy man just threw a bunch of money up in the air and said, look, look at me, date me. And she's like, okay, that's fine. Especially if you're fine being on the side. And mm-hmm. so I think Lewis might be getting uh, played a little bit, maybe.
0: Interesting. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that this to me, I feel like red is authentic. Um, but like I think it's gonna be a, a lot of more chaos for Lewis. I think we're gonna meet the guy and then uh it's gonna be a mess. Uh, I'm here for it. It's fine. I mean, I like when you know Lewis was at least back doing some like legal work. and yeah, you know, I think that in the last episode, I think me and you were a little bit like Donna and Gretchen. When Lewis is like, yeah. all right, here's the plan. We need to figure out that. And like, hey, this isn't what we signed up for. This isn't the bachelor yep. recap. We, We're yeah, here we not here to plan all your dates, Lewis. Get back to work. Get back to work. And he still has not. So now
2: he's in a thruple <laughs> or something of the sort. So really what this is, is that she is in a relationship and now she can date outside the relationship as well. Uh, but Rob, the reason why I tell him just to slow down a little bit, Lewis, before agreeing to this is because it might come off sincere, but isn't that what they would all say? It's like, yeah, I kind of got a thing, but you don't have anything to worry about. Like, it's fine. That My partner's cool with it. Mm-hmm. That's what anybody who is doing dirt would tell you. You know, so I'm not saying that this is not a possibility. There are plenty of open relationships that are doing just fine out here. And you know me. I don't yeah. kink shame. So if that's no. your kind of thing, if, you, if you're into the V's and the throuples and all that stuff, the unicorns, all this extra stuff, go for it. That's your business. But... You know, just make sure you're being upfront and that you're not scamming poor Lewis. Because if you think it's bad now, Lewis being on The Bachelor, wait until the episodes are literally Lewis got played by this horrible woman Tara, and now we got to see Lewis mope uh, around. Oh yeah, about sad how Lewis to is tough. Love.
0: That's tough.
2: I mean, sad Lewis is tough, especially when you got sad Donna sneaking around too. Who the hell is Mitchell?
0: Should Donna at one Nathan point Dye? she mentioned off that she was seeing somebody, but I guess that's over. How come,
2: okay. how come we can't ever see none of these relationships Donna be in? So we so hell-bent on finding out Lewis's relationship. We did the whole thing with Sheila's ass. Now we got Tara. Donna secretly was in this relationship with Mitchell. They've gotten together. They've broken up. She really broke up with him, but her heart still hurts and all this other stuff. We got none of that. All mm-hmm. we ever get is Donna up everybody else's ass. When are we going to get in Donna's business?
0: Yeah, we don't really ever see Donna go out and have like a personal life outside of suits. I mean, we saw when she was with British Harvey, uh, we saw like her go on mm-hmm. dates then. But outside of that, if it's not connected to the suits, yeah, she doesn't get like outside of the office storylines.
2: Yeah, which is strange because mm-hmm. I would much rather watch Donna's dating life than Lewis's. At this point, we've seen Lewis; we see how he gets down. He's a weirdo. Yeah, uh, but Donna seemingly is well adjusted enough to where she can have a real relationship maybe there's some good stuff going on over there we just don't know all we know is that Lewis and Donna's friendship is even tighter than it's ever been because they both have been scorned by lovers or you know they're jilted or whatever the case may be and so now they're bonding yeah. its it very it's very cute that Lewis and Donna have this strong relationship that you know supersedes everything at work considering we never see them outside okay. of work.
0: Right, well, let's talk about uh, the other big story that's going on here, the main story here for this episode in Shake the Trees as we are continuing to follow Harvey trying to get Mike out of prison. And so... Mike uh, is still not giving up any information about Kevin, but we know that Harvey had given Sean Cahill the trading algorithm in the last episode. And then Harvey has to go on like a witch hunt to find the person who gave up the trading software. I guess I missed this, uh, Chappelle. Where, Where did Harvey get the algorithm from in the first place? I guess he had
2: access to it because of uh, because of his proximity to William Sutter. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I have to assume. yeah. And so he gives that access to Sean Cahill. Sean Cahill says, okay, I'm going to collude with you. So he takes it to court. So when they get to court, they're like, all right, because of this, we're going to extend this time a little bit. But now William Sutter's on Harvey being like, okay, somebody on the inside ratted me out to Sean Cahill. We need to figure out who it is. And Harvey's like, no, no, no. We need to figure out who it is uh, by shaking the trees. We're going to go in and scare everybody, and then one of them is going to come forward. But what Harvey seems to be doing is he's interrogating all these people because he wants one of them to give up the source that Sean K. Hill has been—I'm sorry—that William Sutter has been using anyway to do the insider trading. So mm-hmm. he's going in under the guise of "I need to find out who leaked this algorithm," but what he's really trying to do is instill the fear of the SEC into all these people. Uh, later on, they realize that none of those people can help them and they have to suss out who the guy is in another way. And he ends up turning himself into Sean Cahill uh, and saying, like, I want to make a deal. But the initial goal here, I guess, is for Harvey to seemingly try to help William Sutter while instead helping Sean Cahill.
0: I I just was confused about, like, Harvey had the thing and then was, like, looking for the thing and then the guy turned himself in who I I thought had originally gave up the thing. Uh, but this was like, not like necessarily Harvey. the person who gave up the algorithm. This was the person who was doing the insider training.
2: Right. It's like Harvey, you know, who gave up the algorithm. It was you. All of this, all of this extra is just smoking mirrors.
0: I have to say I'm over William Sutter. Uh, this guy is like, uh, I have a hard time even like watching him on the screen.
2: He's not great. Uh, He also seems kind of stupid. You know, like, by now, I I, I feel like you should be recognizing that Harvey and Cahill have a thing going on. You know, they're they're legit talking about this um this collusion right in front of him. Harvey walks over. It takes maybe like 12 steps away from uh William Sutter and Sean Cahill comes out the door and, and Harvey's like, Ain't that crazy? We pulled off this collusion. So even Cahill's like, he's right behind you. Yeah. Um, you know, but he's like, he's he's without he's out of earshot. As long as he sees us arguing, then it's gonna be fine. But yeah, they're running circles around this man. Every time they look up. The two people that one he's supposed to be working with and against at the same time. His are hair is wild. Together, hand in
0: hand, <laughs> he looks a little dusty. I'm not gonna lie to you, but because like, everybody on think, suits is so polished, is like and, 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 you know, and Lewis is like the one exception in the world. Everybody is like,
2: like even then, he's a sharp dresser. That right. man be wearing some suits. Yeah, <laughs> Sean not so much. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, not Sean I'm sorry, William uh, um, Sutter. What's the name? William Sutter not so much. Yeah. yeah. He looks he looks like he's uh he's been taking some L's in life, you know. Yeah. Not aging
0: well. Okay. All right. So w- William Sutter then he's l- trying to get Harvey to like work on the defense. He doesn't know why Harvey is uh going into uh, all of this and ultimately uh here's freaking Mike. Who, of mm-hmm. course, is like always. Mike's gonna Mike. Uh, he's getting like way more involved with this uh, than he needed to, and so I couldn't believe he calls up, uh, he calls up Kevin's wife, and has a yeah. meeting with her.
2: No, he goes one step further. He calls Donna and says, "Donna, you remember that time you impersonated a federal official for me and yeah. I almost went to prison?" She's like, "Go on." He says. Well, could you do it again? Yeah. Except this time, not be a federal official, just be somebody who has the authority to get Jill down here. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, okay, I'll do it. And so, yeah, Jill walks in, and she's like, where's my husband? Like, it just just imagine, Rob, put yourself in Jill's spot. She gets called down to the jail for a loved one, walks in, and it's a completely different convict. She's like, um, yeah, Hello? Um, wh- am I being set up? What, you am get, I get killed, killed for
0: this? Not in jail, uh, to right. set up a meeting on false pretense with somebody's wife.
2: Keep my wife's name out your MF <laughs> mouth, you get slapped up. And 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 Mike does this from prison like when you, when you walk in and you see a totally different inmate, how do you not immediately turn around and be like, Guard, um, mm-hmm. there's a problem. I don't know this man. Is, is there a reason why he yeah. wants to talk to me? Very confused.
0: Yeah, I, really, I don't know how Kevin just didn't kill Mike on the spot after he finds out about this. And so he's, you know, trying to he thinks he's like doing a favor. But he's like, hey, like you and Kevin, like turn on your dad. Like you could start a new life.
2: Yeah. So Mike is a bleeding heart, as we outlined before. And so now Kevin has got to him. Kevin said, I did this for my family. I did this for my my wife. I'd rather stay in jail for three years than watch her do a second in jail. So... The only way Kevin's going to take it well, take any potential deal is if Jill is included on it as well. And so Mike's loyalty to Kevin has now seeped over to his loyalty to Kevin's wife. Yeah. And how many deals are there going to be?
0: Like, uh, you know, he couldn't even ultimately get this one deal going for Mike. I mean, this is Mike think that he's getting out of jail. And then also Kevin, uh, Kevin is going to basically like. What? Then his wife is going to wait for him and she's going to also give up the dad. Like, how many deals are we taking to get just one guy?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mike's like, I I need to get a deal for turning on Kevin. But also, I can't turn on Kevin because I'm Mike and I am a and I am loyal to Kevin. So I need Kevin to also get a deal, but Kevin won't get a deal because he won't turn on Jill. So that means we need Jill to also get a deal.
0: Yeah. And so Jill, but it's one or the other. It's either Kevin and his wife are like making a deal to give up William Sutter or Mike is giving, making a deal to give up William Sutter.
2: Right. He wants his cake and eat it too. You know, uh, it's funny too, because he's also going to Jill and be like, Jill, turn on your dad. And she's like, do you hear yourself? Mm -hmm. That's my father. I'm not going to turn on him, and also he's bankrolling these people. See, that's the other thing we've we've outlined that William Sutter is pretty rich, and you and I haven't said it aloud, but it's very obvious that it's probably some financial backing that Kevin is getting for sitting in here and taking this uh and taking this L. And we find out in this episode, yeah, when they get out of jail, well, when Kevin gets out of jail, him and Jill plan on taking the money that they got from their dad and living and turning over a new life, starting a new rich ass life in a different country with their kids, just starting over. So it's like a three-year reset. Yeah. He's going to take three years off, come back filthy rich, and go on and live his best life. And so for Kevin, but it doesn't make sense may, to throw May William I also the add
0: something that, you know, if Kevin has like the wherewithal that he has enough intelligence and you know, background in the financial industry that he can build a trading algorithm You know, they're treating it like, hey, Mike, what do you want me to do? We'll have nothing like it it seems like that, you know, enough to be able to be building like uh, a stock trading where like, I wouldn't think that that guy would then uh, be like bagging groceries. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like after he gets out of jail. Well, that's, that's the problem with be
2: in an ex con. He might be bagging groceries after he gets out of jail. He can't be
0: get on E-Trade. Uh, may, he can take maybe. Swaggy C's courses and, and be trading stocks I think
2: That he could I just don't know if that would keep him out of jail <laughs> But
0: He can day trade
2: he could day trade. He could day trade. I think for him, that's not enough money. You know, Jill is accustomed to a certain life. She comes from a dad who is filthy rich, and so for him to be normal wealthy, it's gonna like that's not good enough. Especially when William Sutter has instilled in his brain that mm-hmm. he's not good enough for his wife any well for Jill anyway. So I think for him, he's like, why would I go back to work when I could be set for life? And Uh, William Sutter is offering them the opportunity to be set for life. All he has to do is these three years. Mike Ross is the one who comes in here trying to get a deal and throwing everything off because as far as Kevin was concerned, all he had to do was sit here and be quiet. Yeah. And now it just got complicated.
0: Okay. It's complicated because uh, we see that Harvey goes to Sean Cahill and Sean Cahill's like, great news. We got the guy. It's over. And then like, you know, the music like uh, is like rocking out and like, mm-hmm. Off screen, I'm not buying it. This isn't going to stick.
2: Yeah, they got the guy, and Harvey's like, wait, 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 wait. The guy turned himself in. So does that mean Mike's deal is off the table? So Cahill's like, no, you know I got you, Harvey. You mm-hmm. besties. What are you doing? Like It's me. It's me Rock you, solid. It's Batman Superman. Yeah, it's all good. They fist bump. They blow it up. Poof, you know, and everything's fine. Well, then later on, Cahill comes back and like, yeah, remember that deal I told you about? Mm-hmm. they're not going to extend that deal to Mike Ross because he didn't do anything and so um, it doesn't make any sense but we're still going to go after this this um, this uh, witness and Harvey's like wait no no leave the opportunity for Mike to do his thing on the table and Shaquille's kind of like nah I really want to get my revenge on this guy for stealing my mom's pension money so he's going down um, I'm sorry Mike Ross just won't be benefiting from that at all thank you for your collusion you have a good day <laughs> Right.
0: Um, and Harvey's like, get out of my sight. I don't really want to see you
2: again. Sean mm-hmm. You could tell Sean Cahill feels bad because like I said, Sean Cahill is pretty much a, law- a lawful, a lawful good character. You know, like he's going to go above and beyond to not do what he ended up doing here. Uh, but he did break. He did break. He's not perfect, and so he got to the point where he was willing to collude. And he does look genuinely upset about the opportunity to backstab Harvey or to screw over Harvey and take this, uh, this you know vendetta to the next level against William Sutter. I don't think it sticks. I think that I think Sean Kyo gonna fold. I don't think he has it in him to do something so dirty and then to stand by it. I think getting him to collude was a stretch as it was, yeah. and now it's like. Now he like he feels bad. His new bestie Harvey is disappointed in him. He's not gonna go through well,
0: with here's the problem though now. Okay, so now Kevin, because Mike had to go to Kevin's wife, Kevin's wife told Kevin, and Kevin's like, I don't want anything to do with you. I want a new roommate. I get, yeah. get me out of here. Can I get a roommate uh, transfer? And Mike's Talk like, All Harvey. right, all right. I'll see you when I see you. I see you at movie night. Um but then <laughs> Like and I saw, I started to feel like that this was all right, this is what we're doing here. Gallo was on the back burner, and he starts asking a lot of questions, like, "Oh, Gallo's gonna get on. He's gonna find out about what's going on here. He's gonna put it all together. He's gonna tell Kevin." And we see then by the end of the episode, he's like, "Mike, I know what you're up to. You think mm-hmm. you think that you're not gonna. You think Harvey's not working on my stuff?" I'm gonna go yeah. tell Kevin. Everybody knows he's the ticket out of here. Really? Everybody knew that?
2: I mean, I don't know if everybody knows, but I think that it's very I, obvious that Mike has something going on. Yeah, you know.
0: Um I mean, Kevin, I felt like was pretty tight-lipped about everything.
2: Kevin was, but I think if, if he's talked about anything, if he's even mentioned or if, if uh William Sutter to anybody, then it's very clear they're like. You know, Kevin is probably connected to a large amount of money. You think you know? I don't know
0: that Harvey Specter is in Sutter's lawyer?
2: Well, the, the craziest thing is that that's not even the gotcha moment. The gotcha moment is that Harvey keeps coming to visit Mike. What do you have to talk to your lawyer so much <laughs> about, sir? You don't have a case. There's nothing here.
0: How come like, Harvey uh, Mar- doesn't ever visit me? He's my lawyer.
2: He's right. (laughs) Frank Gallo is correct. Harvey is the lawyer of record for him, and he's actually putting in a motion for him, and we get no feedback. But Harvey's at Mike's bedside every other day like, Mike, okay, what you got for me? All right, Mike, tell me what it is. Mike, I got to give you an update. Harvey, you don't work for Mike Ross. Mike Ross took a deal. He's guilty already. There's nothing you can do for this man except try to get some back alley stuff going. So anybody with eyes is going to see Frank Gallo is not just a genius. He could just look up and be like, why is this man in and out of Mike Ross's, uh, like, uh like quarters when he has nothing to do here? There must be something going on. They must be trying to get Mike to do something. And he's right. And so, and Frank Gallo also has lived this life. He's <sighs> like, you can't teach me how to inform on people. Like I did this first. Like that's my move. I, I've met with lawyers before from inside of prison. That's how I ended up in this prison. Uh, I did this already. I'm better than you at it. Stop it. Stop playing with me. Make sure that I get my stuff handled, or I'm gonna tell Kevin what's up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frank Gallo. Uh, that he is. Um, I think he's gonna get Mike. Uh, he's gonna snitch to Kevin. Yeah, he's gonna snitch. And then uh, maybe Frank Gallo and Kevin together are gonna kick Mike's ass.
2: Like they're gonna jump him.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Frank, uh, Kevin's gonna hold him down, and Frank Gallo's gonna poke him up.
1: Bing, 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 mink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did, what do you think of that,
0: Mike? What do you think? He's supposed like, to get uh, me out of here.
2: Yeah. Well, no, so he can't, he can't poke him up until he gets out of it. So Frank Gallo's still banking on the idea that Mike Ross is going to do something for him. He just needs to apply pressure mm-hmm. to make sure Mike Ross isn't losing sight of things. It's like, I need to get out of jail now. Um, Ironically enough, Mike Ross is trying to get out of jail, too. So Zia, Mike Ross, and Frank... Yeah, but Mike (laughs) Ross and Frank Gallo getting out of jail at the same time could mean problems for Mike Ross in the future. So he really needs to work on how he's going to finesse this because they both end up out of jail. Frank Gallo feels like the type of person to not just let bygones be bygones. And he might be following you deep into season seven.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. And then speaking of uh trying to get out of uh jail or in this case uh worse, uh, we have the ongoing case uh, where Rachel and Jessica are working on the case of Leonard Bailey that he has now 30 days until uh, he is going to be put to death for his uh, for his crimes. They're looking to find the witness. Um, we also have the introduction of the father of uh, the uh, w- w- are they siblings, the 16 year old uh, that was uh, that was the victims in this case? No, it feels like two separate
1: families. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But the father does show up at PSL because he's upset. The family has shown up to this, um, I guess, execution hearing and they're kind of trying to figure out, okay, well, why are y'all extending the time to find this Maria lady who may or may not even exist. So he goes to Rachel like, Hey, if you care anything about my 16 year old little girl, you will let this go because justice needs to be served. This kid, this guy did a horrible gruesome thing to my kid. And, um, You'd be crazy to think I'm just gonna allow you to open this case back up and potentially get this man off scot-free for something that he very clearly did. Rachel's point is the law was not served. This man did not have a fair trial. Um, it, you know, I'm doing my best to make sure justice justice is served, but you gotta give me time to try to find this Maria later. And Mr. Forrest, the dad, he gets a little, he gets a little aggressive. He kind of like, uh, I ain't going nowhere. Like, oh, yes, yeah, you are. Because mm-hmm. Gretchen's going to have you thrown out of the building. So, yeah, yeah this was a tense moment.
0: Gretchen's like, uh, all right, you said what you had to say.
2: Yeah. Get out of here before I have security to carry you out of here. You mm-hmm. know, Rob, I've been on in a situation like this before. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I have a, a family member who was uh, murdered. And uh, we also had, a uh, like, they. I will say recently, the his family, the murderer's family, uh, has been trying to get him off death row. Uh, actually, because, yeah. uh, yes, because, uh, he's gotten ill and so, uh, they have been writing letters and stuff like that. And then they contact us, the family and be like, so how do y'all feel about it? So this is very much something that happens now. I don't know if we would ever just like pull up on the lawyer and be like, shut this down. But it definitely, it's definitely something that hit close to home watching it, uh, here on suits. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. Yeah, it's, it's it's I mean, happened a long time ago. People be on death row for a long time is what you you will see here with Mister Bailey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, they they will definitely be like, hey, or it'll be something like because I don't think he's actually set for execution. I actually think he was giving li- he was given life, and so uh, because of that, uh, they're trying to get him out because he they'd rather him not you know die in prison. So mm-hmm. it's a very very like a touchy situation where there's a lot of questions being asked, a lot of like appeals being made, and so yeah, it's really t- uh, tough for families to open up these like uh, these wounds, you know, because you think I thought this was over with. I thought we were done with this. I thought we could put this to rest. Everybody can, you know, can move on with their lives. And then you get a phone call saying, hey, remember this horrible thing that happened to you? You want to talk about it again? And nobody's okay with that, you know. And so uh, Rachel's in a very tight spot, but she really needs to disconnect herself from the emotion of the case, because people are going to come at her as if this is her fault. And it's not. It's not her fault. She's not trying to make a name for herself. She's literally trying to save an innocent man's life from her perspective. And so if yeah. she cannot find Maria and it doesn't work out, she has to at least give it her all. I think as a lawyer, that's the the, the bare minimum is I'm going to try my best, you know? And yeah. if it don't work out, you know, it is what it is.
0: And I think the show has still treated this with like somewhat of a gray area of that. We, you know, are, are led to believe that, okay, um, Leonard is innocent, but there are like still like uh, some things that he left out of his story. I mean, do you think is is there a gray area? Or do you think the show is presenting it as uh, like one hundred percent Leonard didn't do this?
2: I think they're they're showing us that he believes that he didn't do it, and that Rachel believes that he didn't do it. Now, are, are is the show hiding something? Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe next episode we find out that Leonard was just on meth. Uh, I don't think that's a very compelling story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I think they are trying to give us the the idea that Rachel and um, and Leonard are on the right side of history here and the law might serve them or might not, but they are correct. Um, we've not been given any like, aside from the fact that they cannot find this Maria lady who has mysteriously died, what we find out here as well. Um, you know, we haven't get given any reason to believe that he's not telling the truth. Right. We just mm-hmm. have been presented with information to say that he wasn't given a fair trial. And based off of what Rachel has seen, at the very least, he should go at it again. So he might not be innocent, but he, de- he needs a fair trial.
0: Okay. Uh, and then also uh, we get Robert Zane coming in and saying that, uh, hey, uh, I found that witness. Uh, she died three years ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. Rachel goes to Robert Zane. Well, first she goes to Jessica. She's telling Jessica, look, Maria's missing. Turns out, she's got a new identity. She's been in protective custody in Jersey. I can't get her new identity and I need a favor. Jessica's like, what do you need? She's like, well, I need access to the DA over there. Jessica's like, I got it, baby. But, you know, your dad did go to law school with them, so maybe you could just ask your dad. Rachel, of course, doesn't Mm want to ask Robert Zane for favors because, one, Robert is not a great person to owe a favor to. He's going to hold it over your head. And two, it's a daddy. She don't want to feel like she's running back to daddy. But I think she says the grown-up thing to do here is to go to her father and say, listen, we both lawyers. I need a lawyer favor. This is not a a, a father-daughter favor. This is a lawyer favor. Robert Zane says he's going to hold it to her. And so, uh, like, okay, well, I'm going to give you a favor, but when I need something back, uh, you're going to have to pay up. And so he does go and find Maria, but she has been uh deceased. And mm-hmm. so... It feels like, at least for the moment, this uh, Leonard Bailey thing has, um, you know, it's ended. I mean, that was their only hope was the, the life of this woman, and if she can't be there to cooperate his story, then what are we even doing? So yeah, it doesn't I, look good. And I don't but, see like, the way
0: out here. I don't know what, what they're going yeah. to do next. I don't know if like Maria had a diary or something like that. Right, find right.
2: Where... Like yeah, like Maria. Maria couldn't do it, but. There was a third person there. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something missing. Maybe because, they're going
0: to find the, the, the real killer is going to confess.
2: Right. Or something like that. You know, in, in the in the tw- in the the 13th hour, somebody comes mm-hmm. forward and is
0: like, no, it was me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Charles Forsman the whole time. Wouldn't it be weird if it was the dad? It would be very weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I thought about it because I was like... I got that they were putting like an unnatural amount of pressure on nature, uh, on Rachel, you know. And like I said, it is normal for the families to get involved in this kind of stuff. Uh, I was like, at least. At least in my situation, yeah. I've seen it, and so, uh, so I'm like, okay, that's not completely out but of question. He like but, showed her like pictures of the the bodies, right? Like, yeah, uh, well, he showed her something, yeah, like look at this yeah. what the, the guy did to my daughter and all this other stuff. But it'd be crazy if he's like, oh no, I'm trying to keep this on the hush because mm-hmm. I was able to frame this man and get away with it because he's on meth, and then later on, you know, it turns out. It was him all along mm-hmm. i wonder yeah i wonder if there's anything there
0: i i don't i suspect not uh only because i feel like that they're not gonna then like even if the, that he gets off i don't know if they're gonna like reopen the case and like be on the like they're gonna close in on fo- tracking him down just if uh we see that they end up acquitting leonard bailey so i i'd, I'd be very surprised i mean that'd be a real like uh level twist
2: Oh gosh, don't don't say Shyamalan. You know, like dude. I mean, the man has like the worst percentage of success. I mean, of all time. I mean, how does this man keep getting work? Mm-hmm. I think, I think I've convinced myself that the Sixth Sense was good. Yeah, but I'm not quite sure it was. And like, uh, you know, it was a cool twist. But I'm not even quite sure the movie was good anymore. But it's because I'm I'm holding on to the hope because I don't think I've ever watched anything of note from him that I cared about except uh, Last Airbender. No, no, no. Um, Split? Is that what it's called? The one with uh with James, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, go with though. It was like a spinoff to Mystic, uh, not not Mister Glass, not uh, Unbreakable. It was a third one in that trilogy. I think that one was good. Okay. all right. Just, just no. Not great coming from Mister M Night over there.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, well, maybe it. it's not quite suits media. So I don't know if we're gonna. It's gonna be in this podcast feed.
2: It's, it's not going to be in this podcast for you But I, if one day you ever wanted to explore The Shyamalan universe I could tell you that there is at least 19 bad movies That we would have to watch in order to do that
1: At LuckyLandSlots.com, available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Chappelle, we got to figure out who gets the Liddy in this episode. Do you have a strong feeling? No. Okay. For the uh, all right. Time. Then, then uh, let me yeah, pitch but, you on oh. my uh, my nominee for the Liddy in this episode. Okay. It's Donna. Okay. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> Donna. In the beginning of the episode, tells Lewis, hey, Lewis, we're not helping you with any more dates. Okay, that's it. We're standing up enough. Me and Gretchen, we're walking out. Uh, and then Lewis comes back to Donna. is like, Donna, you need, uh, you know, you need help. Um, and he's like, I'm not helping you anymore with the dates. He's like, no, it's not that. And then Donna goes into the traders and is like basically like uh, gives Stu the what for. And basically mm-hmm. like completely like gets Stu back helping and getting Stu like being nice to Lewis. She makes a basket like without even like uh turning around. Maybe that's from her time hanging out with Michael Jordan. Uh mm. she gives like a pretty classic, like, I'm Donna and I'm awesome.
1: <laughs> she and I'm
0: Yeah, she also then, uh, I mean, she helps Mike with what he needs. I mean, I'm not going to blame Donna for Mike's bad idea. No, No, she pulled
2: it off. She, yeah, she, she was, uh, yeah, she, she, she had all hits. No misses this episode. Yeah, and she's like,
0: we get her a little bit of her breakup with Mitchell. Sounds like that, you know, she won the breakup. She won the breakup and
2: I think she might have had like some, you know, some bad feelings about it afterwards. And so I think this was a good self-esteem builder for Donna too. That's why she's able to go, Don- I'm Donna, I'm awesome and mean it and make the basket. She's I, think, yeah, I think Donna, she's the clear choice. But I'll say this, so far the MVP of this season for me, Stu Bazzini. There is not an episode that goes by where they don't have to go down the hall. Yeah, well they don't have, they go down the hall every episode of life we can't get this done without the finance bros and every time yeah. stupidini's right there with his uh, with his uh, over, uh what is it like his suspenders on and like <laughs> what's the problem now they're like you're rude and he's like okay but we need your help fine and like he's keeping PSL afloat
0: yeah he redesigned the you just got lit up mugs
2: He's keeping PSL afloat. They can't do anything because what he ends up doing is giving Lewis access to the SEC database so that Lewis could do the, um what is it? The reverse engineering on some of these trades to find out who the informant was for um the insider trades that um, William Sutter was doing. That was Lewis's doing, but it was based off of the connection with Stu and Lewis couldn't even get that connection without Donna. So yeah, Donna gets the Liddy but for me, Stu has been on point every episode of the season so far. He hasn't hasn't missed once.
0: Okay, good job. I think uh, we totally undersold the stew. We totally undersold the stew. Every time, it happens. It happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Chappelle. We got some uh, one reference here. Lewis is talking about uh, that he's going to buy Hamilton tickets. I think this is like the height of Hamilton mania here in uh, August of 2016. And so that he has like impossible dates that he's putting together. And he mentions like, I need backstage tickets to Hamilton.
2: Yeah, but Lewis is filthy rich, so he could probably get that. You mm-hmm. know, like if anybody else said they needed backstage tickets to Hamilton, I'm like, mm, good luck.
0: Yeah, but I feel like now Lewis, you can I'm get like, to Hamilton pretty. You know, you can get to your Hamilton tickets.
2: Yeah, is Hamilton still like a thing now? Ask think?
0: Sam in the chat. Let's see, if, let's see if Sam's even paying attention to what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, the one until know Yeah,
0: about.
1: yeah,
2: he would have. There it is. It's it, still yeah. It Sam chimed in. It is. It is. I, I've actually seen Hamilton. I've seen four musicals in my entire life okay yeah hamilton is the first one i ever saw what's the other Disney? three uh dang it i'm gonna get this wrong okay. i saw Hades Town. i saw um mama mia recently yes and i saw uh i started the book of mormon i didn't finish it yeah. what, what do you mean uh, sh- you
0: started it you like a ele- like you didn't see it in the theater
2: no, I have never, never seen none of these in a the theater. Oh, my oh, God. okay. But, um, no, I, I I, found a person. I got a guy. Like, Jessica, she's got a guy. I got a guy who will send me the bootlegs, bootlegs. Of, your, of the original Broadway performances. So, like, you can, oh, like, the ones from, from inside the theater. Oh, okay, you know, like, yeah. yeah I think, like I, think, the, I, think like, I
0: know who your guy is.
2: Uh, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. But he's my guy. <laughs> so, you can't have him. Because if you have him, then he's your guy. And he's only my guy. Uh we'll call him Carter. Uh, but yes. Uh Carter hooked me up with some with some with some bootlegs. Oh, and I saw Dear Evan Hansen. That's the other one. Yeah. And so uh I, we were watching uh we were watching the Book of Mormon and then uh the people found out and they took it off the off the offline. So, uh, so I gotta <laughs> wow. wait for it to come back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So, then, let's take some questions. Uh, David had some questions for us. Uh, he wants to know, uh, what do you think of Tara's dating situation? What do you think of Lewis's response, and how is this going to end?, uh, it's gonna be fireworks, but will they be good or bad? How are there good fireworks? Um, uh, yeah, uh, here's mean, my question my my first question, uh, and we sort of uh, set this up in the beginning of the show. Um, will we meet assuming this is real, will we meet Tara's other half? No,
2: we're not meeting Tara's other
0: half. I see. I kind I don't I of don't feel think like so. that we will, and I feel like that it'll be like a like a Jeff Malone uh, situation where oh. like I think Lewis is going to start off like really like standoffish, but then I feel like then and then I feel like it'll turn, and then Lewis will kind of like have a weird thing about that he uh, really likes the other guy.
2: Oh no, I don't think so. I don't oh you think him and like him and the other guy are gonna be trying to be besties and Tara's gonna be like, what the hell? Uh no, <laughs> I don't think so. I think uh I, I definitely think that one, either Tara's lying, like there, there is no open relationship. It's just she's mm-hmm. just she's just being a player, or um like it will be a thing that Lewis struggles with, even though he's never seen the guy. Yeah. Like, like tomorrow he's gonna wake up and be like, What did I sign up for? You know, I, yeah. I think it's I don't gonna know. be a very I'm fascinated. Moment.
0: I'm fascinated. Cause I wonder like, will the show go in the direction of like, is it another Lewis? Is it basically mm-hmm. like a second Lewis that she is with, or is like the other person like the opposite of Lewis?
2: Right. And he'll hate that even more. Like, if it's another Lewis, I think he'll be like, okay. But if it's the opposite of Lewis, then he's really going to resent it, yeah. you know. Cuz we've
0: had this um before in the past where Lewis runs into another version of Lewis, whether it's, you know, uh British Lewis or like uh, the female Lewis. Uh so I it'll be interesting to see like uh, if we get like the LA version of Lewis or if we just get like somebody who's like completely like d- this like uh just complete opposite of lewis
2: yeah i think it's going to be the opposite but even then i don't think lewis is going to have too much interaction with this person like (laughs) i think if at best lewis might walk up and see her all over him and just like start seething you know like i i just don't think he's the type of person who can share well okay so i i don't see this going well i i'm honestly leaning on into more of the tara's lying she found out lewis had a lot of money and she wants to keep him on on the
0: roster yeah you're anti Tara.
2: I'm not anti-Terra. I'm anti-Lewis jumping you want into better a ridiculous leadership, yeah. and and for Terra,
0: really. okay. Uh, And then David also asks, uh, are we that shocked that Sean Cahill pulled the deal?
2: No, but Sean Cahill is acting like he didn't pull the deal, as if he's not the head of the SEC. But I'm I'm thinking that you know, it 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 is shocking to me that he was able to collude and then also pull the deal, and so I'm thinking that maybe he's going to back out. I just don't think that Sean Cahill has that in him. Now, the actor, I've already told y'all, that's a sinister actor. I don't know what it is about him, but every time I see him on on screen, I'm like, you did whatever they said you did. Uh, And so seeing him in a role that is more good than evil, I'm kind of like, what are you doing? I'm inclined not to trust him anyway, Um, but I, I wouldn't say I saw this coming.
0: Okay. Chappelle, do you have anything else to add about season six, episode seven?
2: No, I don't. Uh, fine episode, fine episode, but we're approaching the finale very soon—the mid-season finale—and so uh, we would think I if ready- it's
0: if it holds like the other seasons.
2: Yeah, I, we're going to assume around ten. We're going to have the break, and so yeah. I'm thinking that we're about to wrap up this uh, prison storyline very soon, or we're we about to kick it up a notch because there's no way we can keep this well are you gonna roll on uh, on on kevin or not storyline going on for the next four or five episodes like it's, something's got to get
0: mm-hmm. yeah it looks like that there's a big uh time jump uh in terms of like the release dates from september to then episode 11 uh airs in i think january of 2017
2: oh yeah that's a big jump so i think we're about to wrap up whatever this is right now and i'm wondering what that looks like but no, nope, okay. great episode Ready to move forward.
0: All right. Yep. Uh, this is from August 24th, 2016. The 83rd episode of Suits is in the books. We'll be back tomorrow with the 84th episode of Suits. Chappelle, where can people keep up with everything else you're doing? Follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. All right. I'm at Rob Sister Nino. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Have a good one. Bye.